Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it may be that you're joining us. Welcome to All That and a Bag of Chips, where we review various things from our childhood and decide whether or not they truly were All That and a Bag of Chips. My name is Sam, and this is my co-host, Ethan. What's in the box? On today's episode of All That and a Bag of Chips, we're going to talk about seven. Let's get to it. Two dudes from the 90s going back in time to review some favorite things with yours and mine. We got candy, movies, and TV shows. The more we reminisce, the more the list grows. Kick back, relax, put your headphones in. As soon as you're ready, to play, and let's begin. I'm glad you joined this nostalgia trip right here on All That and a Bag of Chips. All right, we are back. And like Sam mentioned, this week we are talking about seven, spelled S E seven E N, which is, uh, I think this is a prequel to uh, Six Black, Six Lack, whatever that rapper's name is. <laughs> what is his name? Is it Six Lack or is it just Black? I honestly don't know. And I've never listened to the song of his, I believe. Um, oh, it's pronounced black. Much like this movie is just pronounced seven. All right. Not, not seven <laughs> Oh my God. This is a, <laughs> got a rough start to this episode already. But. All right. Um, before we get into seven, Sam, tell us, tell the listeners how you have grown up in the last two weeks. Um, I can walk now. Well, I can walk in my boot, but I kind of need to use my crutches because I haven't used my leg in uh, two months, somewhat, I don't know, a while. So it looks pathetic. Oh, no. It looks pathetic. It feels pathetic, which was expected. But, man, it is, it is it's tough. So I can yeah. walk in my boot now. I start physical therapy um, either – the end of this week or next week um and that's really just been my focus Sawyer's sleeping better franklin's doing pretty well good uh, kind of getting over the hump of all the stuff that we have been working <laughs> working through yeah a couple months sure it's jenny's birthday today oh yeah did i i think i posted something on our wall I I happy birthday on, i'm not sure I'll double check. I think I did because it asked me like people you have a bunch of pictures tagged with, you know, it'll ask yeah. you to like make that post all the pictures. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little much. <laughs> not that I don't, uh, I don't love Jenny, but I don't know if I need to post a picture of a series of four pictures that we were tagged in together, like right. nine years ago, you know, Jenny and I, <laughs> the first picture we're tagged in together. We're not even, we're putting our arms around not each other there's like five, <laughs> four or five of us and Jane oh yeah standing next to each other oh how cute yep <laughs> oh um is your class having your class reunion this year uh i have no clue hmm. mine is in uh two weeks oh two weeks from this friday as far as i know i've I haven't really like been seeking out whether or not it's happening. Um, 
I was curious if we were even going to do it with COVID and everything. And then my, our class president and a couple other people have been putting it together. And everyone that I've seen comment on the page is saying they're not going. So it might just be me and like five other people there. But <laughs> even if it is, it'll still be fun. Um, but I grew up this week um, by shaving all of the hair off of my head. The top of my head. My my beard is still there. I'll have to keep that or I'll look like Humpty Dumpty. So, um, But I actually shaved it on Sunday after the Chiefs game because it was bad luck. The oh. Chiefs. Oh. They, didn't, uh, they didn't deserve to have – like my hair was bad luck. They, they weren't playing well enough for me to keep my hair, so I had to shave it off. Fair enough. Um, but actually, though, no, I've been – Because my hairline is pretty shitty, so it was coming. So I'm still uh, processing that trauma of being bald now forever. Because like these yeah. hairs on the like here, they're never coming back the nope. same ever. Nope. Like the the widow's peak part, that's one thing I can deal with. But it's these thin ass hairs at the front of my head that are just really not ever gonna grow back. That's what was that's what was awful. So it's called letting go of the dream. Exactly. Yep. So, yep. I am now bald with the beard, but I did, uh, since I, I have to commit to the aesthetic, you know, of being a bald bearded guy. So I'm going to start hitting arm day like twice a week and I'm going to get a couple more tats. So you just, you got to commit, right? Like once you, once you're bald with the beard, you got to get tatted and, and, and big. What you need to do is get a head tattoo. I thought about it actually. Um, I think that would not be ideal for my work situation. Um, although it would like, um, uh, Brayden did tell me that being bald made me look a lot tougher now. He said, it actually looks like I could fight someone. So I don't know. I don't know if I'd go that far, <laughs> but the, but the head tat would help with that too. That'd make me look like a, well, I would look intimidating in like, I would look like a white supremacist. I don't really know if that's, that's not really the vibe I want to give off. Either, the aesthetic so. going for? That is not the aesthetic I'm going for now. Um, Sam, do you want to know what the first picture that I am tagged in with Ginny is? The Halloween picture. Yep. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not post that one for your birthday. Uh, yeah, I should probably like hide that picture so it doesn't sh show up when ever again, some, some future employee, I think the picture is hilarious, but I would not want a future employer to have that be the first picture they see of me probably. Right, right. We look good. Look how skinny we look. Oh, the good old days. I had a green mohawk for some reason. My goodness. I had two Achilles. <laughs> two Achilles and two functioning knees. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's how I grew up this week. I've also been working a lot. Um, it's been very, very busy for the last couple of weeks. Last Friday was really rough. Like, by the end of the week, I was just so burnt. Like, we, I was just, like, done. Yeah, I kind of felt bad because I was talking to my supervisor and I was just like, this is the worst week that I've ever had, which like was true, but I didn't really mean it like that negatively. I was just like, I'm sober now. So like when I met her on Monday, I was like, to be fair, like I didn't mean it was like, like I hated being here or anything. Like it was just a really hard, it was just a really tough week. She was like, it was a tough week for all of us. I understand. Yeah. So uh, they don't hate me. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So that's why I grew up this week. All right. Um, so I, uh, you got a music mystery for me today? Yep. All right. Let's get in. 
All right, so uh, one of the things I really like about having episodes every couple of weeks is it gives me a little more time to think on these music mysteries. So I'm not, <laughs> not doing them on the fly 10 minutes before we <laughs> get started. Perfect. So I, I, I uh, looked, looked at the uh, Billboard charts in 95 and found someone that I thought would be a good music mystery. Not too hard, right. not too easy. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how you do. Are you ready? Uh, I like them. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hint number one. This reggae artist, born Orville Richard Burrell, made his singles debut with the song Oh Carolina in 1993. Um, sorry, what, what style of music did you say it was? Oh Carolina. No, what style of music did you say it was? Reggae. Oh, reggae. Um, I don't even know if I know any reggae artists. I figured I'd put that in there because I also didn't think you would know any reggae artists. <laughs> um, the only one I can think of is that one guy, but I'm pretty sure he started way before the 90s. I don't even know if he's reggae. Bob Marley? About Bob Marley, yes, that's what I was thinking. Oh yeah, he's my guy. Oh, it's a, it's not Bob Marley, right? He was way before the nineties. It is not Bob Marley. I, okay. I think so. I guess I never really thought about it. Um, Sean Kingston. Incorrect. He was way after the nineties. I know. I can't think of anybody. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was born in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, I think he's like my age. Exactly. Exactly. Hint number two. In 1995, he topped the charts with the hit song Boombastic, only to be dropped uh, by Virgin Records four years later as they thought he peaked. Afro Man? Incorrect. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, hit Mr. Boombastic. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's right. I think Boombastic and Mr. Boombastic are the same song, but I didn't verify this while I was doing my research. How many how many boombastic songs can there possibly be? You never know. <laughs> Not 20... Afterman shit. <laughs> I thought I had it. In 2019, he played Sebastian in the Little Mermaid Live. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's amazing. Whoever it I know. is. Wasn't that the one that had a uh, everyone on all the Twitter people were all mad because she wasn't like a pasty white Ariel. Um, I believe so. I'm pretty sure so. Hmm. Reggae artist who played Sebastian in 2019. So what was he like a 50 year old Sebastian? <laughs> kind of creepy. It is a little bit. I have no idea. R. Kelly. Incorrect. <laughs> Even I'm at never least... going to do R. Kelly for our podcast. <laughs> I know. At least he's going to prison now, I heard. Yes, he is. He got indicted on everything. Good. Right. You're killing me with this shit. I'm fighting for my life. 
the best well it's hard to say anything's the best part of that but the best part of that interview is he asks the person interviewing him where the camera is so that he can look into it during that have you seen that no oh yeah like oh, right actually, before he i think i have yeah she asked him about and he's like is this the camera right here and she's like yeah and he's like looks like dead into the camera he's like i'm fine for my life here i'm like well, you had to, you'd ask her where the camera was <laughs> like, what the hell <laughs> uh yeah i don't, I don't even have a, i don't have a that was, oh that was my guess was r kelly i don't know yeah the, the less said about r kelly the better yeah fair uh hint number four in 2000 so the year after he got dropped by virgin records yeah he signed with dreamworks i didn't know they had recording artists <laughs> i didn't either and released the album hot shot which went on to top bill on to top Billboard's top two hundred, and was certified eight times platinum. Jesus. Yep. Virgin Records was wrong. Yeah, no kidding. Um. Oh, I was gonna guess. Um. I think we've already done them once because I couldn't think of their name that time either. The Something Boys. The dude who let the dogs out? The Baja Men? Baja Men, yeah. That is probably the best guess you've given, but it is incorrect. Oh, man. (laughs) Okay. Hint number five. Scooby-Doo's best friend. Oh, Shaggy? Yes. My God, I forgot 100% about Shaggy. It wasn't me. That's why Shaggy, too? Yeah, and Angel... Which one's eight? What song's Angel? Girl, you're my angel. You're my darling. That's a that's a Shaggy. Oh my gosh, and Boo. Ah, I, okay. You know, I know all those songs, but I don't. Well, that's Shaggy too. Uh huh. What? <laughs> Are you sure? Oh my god, nine thousand idiot. You know you what? Know he came, I th- he came to Wichita our freshman year. But he we were on a track. He was he toured and came to Wichita, and it was at the Cotillion our freshman year. Oh but no! I, we were at a track meet. Dang, that sucks. Or else I would have gone. You know, you probably could have given me a thousand hints that weren't telling me it was Scooby Doo's best friend. I never would have got that. I hundred percent forgot he existed. I think that I thought Afro Man did all of those songs. That's hilarious. I just combined those two individuals in my head. <laughs> I honestly don't know. How you associate the two? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who does any song. I'm pretty sure I've combined like. I just think Nickelback does every song that sounds like that. <laughs> like I've just combined everyone is like that Nickelback version of music. Oh man! So all of reggae in my head is just by Afro Man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Shaggy. How funny! Yep. I didn't realize how much of a fan of Shaggy I was. I saw yep. his top five songs there. There you go. All right. Well, I have failed this week, so I'll try to try to come back better. A couple weeks. Hey, few, fewer chances now. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, but okay. Um, so you ready to get into uh, let's get nostalgic? Yeah, I'm excited to hear. All right. That. Hit the drop. Who's there? 
It is nostalgia. All right, here we go. My let's get nostalgic for this week. So I have recently started playing, Sam, this is going to blow your mind. I have been playing Final Fantasy 13 for the last two weeks. Yes, because I have completed or at least played like almost all of um, Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, and 15 so 13 is one um so 11 and 14 are both mmo rpgs that you play online i don't like those type of games so they don't count so 13 is the only one of the mainline series that i have left that i haven't beaten or played at least like 98 percent of it okay um so i bought this game when it came out in 2009 um and it was on the playstation 3 and I thought that I had played a lot of it in my head. I was like, I think I played like a quarter of it, maybe half of it, and then gave up. Turns out I only made it um, three hours into the game the first time I played it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about a 60-hour experience. So I, I hit the point um, that I had played in like two days. So I'm about 10, 10 11 hours into it now. Um, and it blows. It does not hold up. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a reason I stopped playing it the first time, and it's because it's not good. <laughs> Understandable. And it's like, it's one of those ones that whenever I'm like making my lists and ranking my Final Fantasy games or like listening to a podcast or on a Final Fantasy fan page or something, I'm always like, I see people argue that this game's bad and some people like it a lot. And I'm always uh-huh. like, that game sucked. I thought, but I only played like three hours of it. So I haven't given it a fair chance. Right. And boy, it is give it its fair chance. I'm I'm gonna try to finish it. I'm still going. It's like it's interesting enough that I can keep going, but man, it's just not good. It has two it has two major problems. Well, a, a positive thing about it is the graphics for it for 2009 are incredible, dude. It looks like a PS5 game. It's amazing. Look looks wonderful. And the music also top tier. A1. Great, okay. great music. The the way they tell the story is really bad because they don't explain what's happening at all. They just start out like just dropping these weird, like made up fantasy names. They're like, we're a Lassie and we're going to get uh, in trouble with the Fauci if we don't do this thing. And you're just like, what do these words mean? Like they're made up words and they don't tell you what they mean. They just, you just hmm. kind of have to like figure it out as you go. Yeah. It's like, um, like when you start game of Thrones and they just keep name dropping people. And you're like, who are all these people? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how it feels playing this game. Um, and then the battle system is also not very good. Because you don't do anything. You choose, like, the roles that your characters play. And then you yeah. click auto battle. And it fights for oh. you. Well, what the hell is the point of that? Because you can, like, switch your roles. So, like, you can go, like, hardcore attacking. And then, like, if you start to die, you switch your roles to more, like, defensive and healing. So it's it's kind of like you're playing like that NFL head coaching game, you know, like you say here, you set like your roster and then you like tell them that and do that and review that. We should. I've never played that game much. I played it a little bit when it came out, but I didn't own it. I played it at someone's house. Oh, I got it the day it came out. Was it any good? It was. I mean, what I remember, it was just really slow. Yeah. Like 
it'd be one thing like playing Madden was obviously my life. Yeah. So then taking control of players, I just remember calling plays for the Steelers once and getting mad as hell because Jerome Bez could not hit a hole to save his life. <laughs> and I was like, I'm done with this. So in that game, did you actually not like control the players at all? You nope. just called a play and they ran called it. the plays and did all the office stuff. That's kind of weird. I do That's love the, the the back. Like when I do a Madden franchise, I usually end up spending more time trading players and doing all that stuff anyway. Right, which is why I thought it was going to be incredible. Yeah, I think that's I, – I do remember that a little bit. And then I kind of played it at someone's house, and I was like, oh, this is actually kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so those are my two major complaints with Final Fantasy thirteen. So it, uh, it, it holds up from what I remember of it not being good. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I was not wrong the first time. Um, but I'll, I'll try to plow through it. Maybe I'll change my mind by the time I get to the end. But, man, it's, it's kind of boring right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. You ready to talk about seven? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break here. I don't have a ton of notes or anything, so it should be a pretty quick segment after this break. And uh, yeah, when we come back, we'll give our thoughts about seven. All right. I'm just going to hop right in. When retiring police detective William Somerset tackles a final case with the aid of newly transferred David Mills, they discover a number of elaborate and grisly murders. They soon realize they're dealing with a serial killer who is targeting people he thinks represent one of the seven deadly sins. Somerset also befriends Mill's wife, Tracy, who is pregnant and afraid to raise her child in the crime-riddled city. Okay. Yeah. Um, so really the first thing that I realized about this movie, so I, I think I asked my dad or he, he texted us or something. Yeah. Um, and he said that, so I did not see this movie in theaters, but it was one of the first movies we watched when we moved into our house in Emporia. So that was like okay. 98, I believe. 99, so I'm not 2000, somewhere there. I mean, I was still pretty young. I was like six or seven years, seven or eight years old when I watched this. Um, so yeah, so I, I, so I know I had seen this movie, but I didn't really remember what had happened. Uh-huh. And then relatively recently, I read, like a, a few months ago, I read like the plot synopsis again about this movie because something okay. made me think about it. But it took me about an hour into this movie to remember exactly what the ending was. So I was in some suspense for most for a good portion of this movie because I was like, wait, okay. who the hell is the killer? Like, I think I know, but I can't remember. Right. Um, and did you say you had not seen this movie yet? Nope, never. Okay, so what was your experience like checking out this movie for the first time? Jenny and I were on edge the whole time. We loved it. Nice. Um, Yeah, we, so we started, we watched about halfway, and then the next day, Jenny, we were talking about it, and she's like, wow, it's kind of slow, and then we were just talking more about, like, some, some ideas or theories that we had before we watched the second half. And nice. I was like, his wife's his wife's gonna die, isn't she? And I was, <laughs> and I was like, the baby's gonna be involved. They didn't introduce the baby for nothing. Yep. And um, so like we had all these ideas and things we had talked about. So then when we started the second half last night, we were both like, oh man, what's gonna happen? And like the mm-hmm. second half of the movie is much faster. Yeah. 
it definitely yeah it definitely picks up it is a little bit slow there at the beginning um but yeah so did you did you um i guess it's really hard to like predict who the killer is because you just he just kind of gives himself up you don't really have any idea who it would be before that point right did you pick up that he was going to end up being the last two deadly sins before the end of the movie um i kind of i figured brad pitt would be one because he played up his personality so hard yeah um so i figured he'd be a part of it and then because of that i figured and because of his wife introducing the pregnancy plot randomly to Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Uh, I was like, that has to play into this. And then like a, a lot of things just leading up to that, I was like, this has to be it. I just didn't know how they were going to do it. But yeah. then it's just like, as soon as it all started happening, I was like, oh, oh shit. Did you, uh, did you predict that her head was going to be in the box? I kind of thought it would be that. Um, uh, this the ending was even though I kind of had an idea of what I like my idea of what I thought would happen, it was intense. Yeah, it really was. And I thought Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt were spectacular in this that last scene. Yeah, yeah, I thought they killed it. They were really good in this movie. Um and. Uh, what, what's that? Ah, shoot what's the actor's name the guy who played the the, the killer john doe kevin. kevin spacey yeah he kevin spacey's a real weirdo in real life i think oh um, yeah when he he got accused of stuff during the like the me too movement stuff yeah and he was like well i'm gay and, oh and yeah that's like, what it that was. was his whole statement yeah yeah because he had tried to hit on like a 15 year old boy or something Yes. And he was like, oh, I guess I'll take this moment to come out. And we're like, that's not the issue. <laughs> yeah, we're like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So Kevin Spacey is a real weirdo, but he was great in this movie as well, I thought. Yep. Good. Um, you know who's not uh, real great as an actress at this point in their career? <laughs> uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. What, what year? 95, right? Yes. I didn't even realize it was her at first. Um, it took me a minute to figure out, who, to realize who it was because she's so young. Very. And then, like, I just thought she was just, like, whoever. And then I was like, oh, it's Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she was very cute. Uh, I wouldn't say, like, she's a normal, like, typically a member of my Ethan Thurston for Kirsten Hour. Like, she's not yeah. one of my celebrity crushes. She was very cute in this movie, so I, I get why she was getting roles and stuff. But boy, her she was not real great at actressing in this movie. Ethan, she's a skinny blonde woman. Don't play the not my type card. That no, not weird. not that she's not my type. She is my type. I was like of my list of celebrity crushes, she's not like in my top forty. You know. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could even name forty celebrities. Oh, if you gave me a little bit of time, I could make a I could make a top forty list for you, Sam. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I didn't think she was uh, very exceptional at acting in this movie. But um, 
But anyway, so this movie, um, if you've ever seen any of the uh, Saw movies, um, this is kind of like a prequel to that. That's fair. Yeah, it's like a lot of the ways that the, the um, he kills people is like, especially the one with the lady who uh, pride, who ended up being pride of the seven deadly sins. He like, yeah. he like literally cut her nose off, spite her face or whatever that phrase is. And then like, she had the f- option to either just let herself bleed to death or to call for help knowing that she's going to live, but be disfigured. Yeah. And so she just let laser and bleeds to death. Yep. Which, so that one is the, the most saw like, but I thought that was the most unbelievable of these ones. Which is probably why they glossed over that one quickly. Yes, I will also say the first two of the Deadly Sins, they really get into. They show the body, they canvas the whole crime scene, they put a lot of clues together. And then, yes, really after that point, they really gloss over the next couple because it just didn't seem like they were quite as put together as the other ones. Yeah, the... um, The prostitute one, what is that? lust oh man that one like like churned my stomach that was really gross um so yeah so the kevin spacey kidnaps a prostitute and then he also kidnaps some dude and he he goes to like some weird um like sex shop and makes like a bladed strap on is what it's described as in uh, on the wikipedia page and then yeah like at gunpoint forces this dude to like have sex with this prostitute with this bladed strap on and that's how he kills her yeah it was gross yeah. i am glad that we didn't get a lot of that one that one actually like made my skin crawl like when i saw yeah. the picture i was like holy shit let's move on from this one yeah that was pretty disgusting um and i'm glad there's a one of the facts i read about this movie is like you never actually see any violence from kevin spacey you only see the aftermath right so like you see um the very first one is gluttony yep so he just makes this dude continually eat spaghetti like until he literally like his stomach explodes yeah uh, also disgusting. Just that dude's body that was laying in the spaghetti and stuff. That grossed oh, me out yeah. a lot. Oh yeah, that was repulsive. Um, so that was really that was really nasty. Um, and then the second one was oh, I forgot about the second one actually. It was greed. The oh the yeah, they forced to cut off a pound of flesh. Yep. Which I don't really know how much your flesh weighs but i think i feel like that one i feel like i could survive <laughs> i don't know how but i think i could figure it out <laughs> um but yeah so he cut off like a pound of flesh from his side and ended up bleeding out yeah um and they do a lot with that one they really canvas the crime scene and you learn a little bit about that guy yeah um so i'll say the first three were were pretty were covered pretty well, and then the next two after that were really glossed over. Um, yeah. And the third one was a guy who was a child molester and a drug dealer, and they found him strapped to a bed. Um, so he was representing sloth. Yep. But he, he had been strapped to that bed for like a long time, a right? Year. Yeah, like a year. Yeah. Ugh, that also made my stomach ch- that kind of grossed me out too. 
have you that was pretty seen, disgusting have you seen pet cemetery yes the original yes when i was like six years old also okay well that's what the, that reminded me of so once once you've seen pet cemetery i feel like a lot of uh body horror like that will not shock you as much you know what i'm what talking happened? about no i don't remember the sister of the mom in pet cemetery that has, has oh. like deformed yes 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 yep yeah Ugh. i don't like that it's kind of making me gag a little bit just talking about it <laughs> oh yeah that part was that part's traumatizing i love it oh god um i you know i've always been a little queasy with blood and injuries and, and stuff like that i think i'm getting worse as i'm getting older something the other day almost made me throw up i don't remember what it was did i talk about this already no. last time um we were listening to the dr death podcast uh-huh. um and they were this nurse in the podcast was talking about how when she was a nurse they had a guy who literally coughed up part of his lung like he oh, coughed yeah. he had something wrong he coughed so much that um like pieces of his lung coughed up to his mouth and dude her, her describing it i had to turn it off i was about to throw up while we were driving that's crazy it was so nasty um yeah but anyway so um so sloth was the third guy and he was actually still alive when they found him yep um and that was disgusting and it scared the shit out of me when he like gasped and sat like kind of sat up a little bit i I jumped pretty hard off the couch the guy was getting close to his face so i thought it was gonna happen i did not nope didn't didn't (laughs) think about that at all scared the hell out of me (laughs) Um, and then number five or number four was lust and then number five was pride um so that was the first five out of the seven and then yeah kevin spacey just shows up and turns himself in he's like i'm the killer and like you know shit's gonna hit the fan when that happens yes yeah anytime a sociopath well they did almost catch him once um they did some like weird fbi trick where they can like keep track of everyone who's checked out certain types of books which is right. very um it's like the 1995 version of they checked your search history uh-huh i thought <laughs> yeah that <was> thing. <laughs> yeah so i thought that was kind of a funny like oh this movie is old <laughs> no one goes to the library to read anything anymore right um um, and so, and yeah, so uh, Gwyneth Paltrow plays uh, Brad Pitt's wife in this movie, and so she um, makes a weird decision that she calls Morgan Freeman and like meets with him and tells him that she's pregnant, but she doesn't tell Brad Pitt about it. Yep. Which I just I thought was kind of odd. I didn't really understand, other than to lead to the plot point later, right? Where Brad Pitt doesn't know she's pregnant. Like, why did she do that? <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was weird too. Like at first, I was like, "Are we? Is Morgan Freeman about to die from lust?" Because when she oh yeah, I was like, "Oh, this is weird." Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That would have been hilarious. I'd have been pissed. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so she tells Morgan Freeman that she's pregnant, um, which is a big part of the ending of this movie. So. Uh, Kevin Spacey says, hey, I'll show you the where the last two bodies are if you drive me out to this field. They're out. This is the middle of the desert, which is so absurd in a real, like, this would never, they would never drive a dude out, like, to the middle of 
the desert like with two people in a helicopter like that is such an obvious setup for a trap no but also i i don't know i don't think it was that crazy that that would happen with just two people like they could have just rolled up on a a sniper and picked him off and he would have got away true um, so they go out to the middle of this desert and he's he's kind of being like Kevin Spacey's kind of being weird and like really cocky the whole time Um, and you can tell Brad Pitt's getting just really pissed as they're driving out there and he wants to punch him in the face Um, and then there's a delivery of this box from this delivery boy Um, and Morgan Freeman opens the box up and you never actually see the inside of the box yeah, um, and then as soon as there was blood on the inside lid, I was like, "Oh shit!" Is I was like, "It is. It's the wife's head, isn't it?" <laughs> yeah, and so uh, Kevin Spacey's like talking to Brad Pitt, and he's like, "Sorry, I don't know the characters' names, so I'm just going to the actors' names." Kevin Spacey's talking to Brad Pitt, and he's like, "You're not listening to me." He's like, "You're the final one. You are wrath," and he's like, "I was envious of your normal, boring life." he's like like trying to set him off and he's like your wife begged for her life at the end and she begged for the life of your baby then brad pitt like freaks out and he's like oh you didn't know (laughs) it's pretty it's pretty chilling it is and it's so unsettling and like like it's not a happy ending and i i i liked it no it's not and actually they had to fight really really hard to keep that as the end of the movie Oh, I bet. So they um they actually had a different ending that was gonna be um that like I think it was just that he wouldn't end up killing Evan Spacey. Um, but anyway, they had a different ending, and they literally accidentally sent in the wrong ending <laughs> when they sent this movie to the studio, and the uh-huh. studio didn't really. They thought it was just too dark of an ending, and it didn't test very well with test audiences at first. So they tried to get rid of it and they were just like, no, like we're not doing this movie unless we get to keep that ending. I have you seen The Mist? Yes. That is the all-time sad darkest ending movie. of any movie. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. And like that movie still upsets me to this day. Like it's, it's wild. always like a resolution. It's not even necessarily a happy ending, but there's always like some sort of resolution and some little piece you can take with that is like, okay, that's how it's supposed to end. Yeah. I love when a movie just leaves you just, just, just empty. Yeah. Like, that's how I felt one, about that, um, that, the, the what if episode with Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. Where the episode just this ends with him after he's destroyed it. Again, spoiler alert. Sorry, Dad. I, I spoiled that one for him two weeks ago. <laughs> um, just the whole the episode ends with him just in his own universe because he destroyed the whole universe and he's in this little box and he just like kind of puts his head in his hands and then the episode just ends and you're just like, well, shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you watched this week's episode yet, by the way? I was going to after this. Dude. I can't. I won't spoil you on anything, but okay. it's pretty it's pretty rad sounds have you seen have you seen what the like the premise is Mm -hmm. yep all right i won't say anymore sounds good we'll wrap up early so you have time to watch it (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um 
so yeah so brad this is this is where the famous line of uh brad pitt where he's saying what's in the box what's in the box yep what's in the box so morgan freeman realizes that he's trying to set brad pitt off so that he kills that he kills kevin spacey uh-huh. and so he's running back and he's like don't it's okay it's like don't don't do it just put your gun down and brad pitt just keeps yelling he says it like literally like eight times he's like what's yeah. in the box what's in the box <laughs> <laughs> which there's a ring rust radio that podcast the wrestling podcast he yeah. listens to a lot yeah. they would do like a brown box giveaway every month uh-huh. for like every few months and they would play that clip it was like what's oh. in the box? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, which i thought was hilarious but um um, but anyway, so he ends up, he, he, Brad Pitt ends up just shooting him in the head, which, you know what? That's the right decision, really, at that point. Right. Like, what are you, what, what are you supposed to do? You're just going to live with that and let him go to jail, sit in jail for the rest of his life? Like, no. But, like, also, if it were me, I would not let him just die. It would be, it would be slow and painful shooting him in the stomach he is out in the middle of nowhere so there's no way he could get medical help so yeah well and um they i think they arrest him at the end of this movie but it's it's like they make it seem like he's like going to jail for the rest of his life and i'm like i don't even really know if that would hold up in court (laughs) like you can plead temporary insanity and get out of that i'm sure well i mean if if you can't for that what can you plead temporary insanity for yeah it's a good point good lord yeah um another thing i read was that they have like discussed doing a sequel movie but they never really wanted to uh-huh um but one of the ideas was uh mills is the character's name brad pitt would yeah. be like in an insane asylum to start the movie and i was like what and like, why and then we meet his character to fight club <laughs> yeah probably oh man we need to do fight club eventually Yes, we do. That's another movie, though, that I know the, t- the twist. Uh-huh. So, I don't know. I, I liked Fight Club a lot when I saw it the first time. I've only seen it one time. Yeah, I think I have two, and it was, like, 20 years ago. Uh, but that's also one of those weird movies that, like, people take the wrong, like, message from the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so could be interesting but anyway um so that's pretty much how how a seven wraps up he gets arrested and then they they did add that little part at the end where like um morgan freeman i don't even know what he does he like goes buys a house and he goes back to work and he's like you know someone said that man is good and it's worth fighting for and or something like that and he's like i agree with the second part or something like that but it was supposed to just be some like small like light part like moment of of levity at the end of the movie so it literally just didn't end with him shooting kevin spacey in the head because that was how they were trying to end it like he shot him in the head and then the movie just ended and there's nothing else after it damn which um funny enough uh avengers um infinity war was also supposed to just end with the snap and then you wouldn't find out who lived and died until Endgame came out oh yeah i did know that yeah but then they thought that was too like that was too too dark and too sad so they added in um the part about 
What part do they add? Oh, it's with um, Captain Marvel. Oh, like the right, post credit right. scene. Yeah, yeah. They were gonna have like no post credit scene or anything too. So. Hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Do you have any other um, any other notes or anything else you wanted to say about Seven? Um, I don't think so. All right. Um, so I'll let you go first since this was your first time watching this movie. So Sam is seven, all that and a bag of chips. Yeah, this movie was awesome. Um, my review of it was pretty apparent. <laughs> um, yeah. It was, it, was, it was so good. And at this point in life, I feel like there's not a lot of like real good thrillers or scary-ish movies I haven't seen. So yeah. it was cool to go back and watch this. And Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt are great. In this yeah, movie. they're they're awesome. They're legends. Um, and what's what's funny is Morgan Freeman looks old in this movie. But his hair is the hair. You got to look at the color of the hair. Now look at how saturated it is with gray. I know. It's like he's been old for like 26 years somehow. Right. Maybe that's um, key. If you just start, if you just start out looking start old, old, yeah, <laughs> no one ever knows. Exactly. Um, I agree. This movie was all that in a bag of chips. It was really, really good. I wish I could like go back and watch it for the first time again, so I don't know how. So I don't uh, know how it ends. Um, because that takes a little bit away from it, but I still really liked it. I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, I was definitely on that edge of my seat and i was like oh shit is he gonna do it is he gonna shoot him and he's gonna shoot him and then he did and i was like damn it. <laughs> i'm sad yeah and i was like i'm not because that was awesome yeah it was pretty and awesome nothing I... will ever leave me as sad as the mist right oh man we just we don't have to spoil that in case we do review that sometime but I don't, I don't know why we would ever do The Mist. <laughs> Great movie. Uh, didn't the movie come out like 2010? Yeah, it was 2007, actually. That's right at the edge of our timeline. Okay. Yeah, I remember watching that with my dad. Yeah, we're not going to review that. I watched that with my dad. And <laughs> like we always watched horror movies after my sister went to sleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we... Like I remember that finishing and us looking at each other, both kind of having like a, well, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what do um, we do now? We can't go to bed now. I think we probably watched White Chicks after that. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty awful. I watched oh. that in the basement with a few of my friends, and yeah, it just after it ends, you're just like, what? The- Jesus Christ! Oh, <laughs> yes, nothing. What now? At all? Yeah. So, yeah so yeah really solid movie i'm glad we watched it um that was on the suggestion of Lindsay. she wanted us to do something murdery so it's yeah. a little uh, little murder mystery movie it was great i liked it a lot yeah. um what are we doing next week sam the classic blair witch project Woo-hoo! i'm excited i've watched this in a while I don't, yeah, I probably haven't seen this in 15 years, I bet. I think I have seen it, but I don't remember hardly anything about it. So I'm pretty excited and I'm going to try not to like read anything about it before. I don't know if there's a twist or what. I don't know what's going on in this movie, honestly. So 
Um, I am pretty sure that I have like the whole thing memorized. Really? I, we've t- I've talked about this numerous times. Horror movies are like are are my life. I love scary movies. Love them. Um, this one is uh, this is always on my list. Every year, the last couple years, last few years, I've been trying to watch 31 Halloween movies in um, October. Or oh my God. And I did it last year. The first year I did it, I didn't realize how much of an undertaking it would be. But I'm going to do it again this year. And, <laughs> um, I'll probably have a Let's Get Nostalgic segment for one of them, too. Maybe like, All right. like Raw Head Rex or... <laughs> the midnight meat train or stop we have to bleep out the midnight meat train <laughs> it's a good movie i'm sure that it is um, <laughs> you ready yeah, for the midnight meat so train um but all right so i'm looking forward to that should be fun so uh sam you got anything else before we get out of here no sir all right staying new to take your us- pets <laughs> all right take us away We will smell you later. Power Rangers, Pikachu, Rugrats, Abumafu, Lion King, Stone Cold, Billy Blanks, Tybo, Toy Story, Joe Rogan, Ninja Turtles, Hulk Hogan, Kobe Bryant, all that tickle me Elmo. Mario Land Before Time, X-Men, Mr. Mime, Batman, Baby, Bottle Pop, Shrek, and Spider-Man. Michael Jordan, Space Jam, The Rock, Silence of the Lambs, Dragon Ball, Dexter's Lab, Beanie Babies, Vince McMahon! Beetleborg, Frosted Tips, Whitney Houston Hit Clips, Dallas Cowboys, Dunkaroos, Gangsta's Paradise, Game Boy Color, Donkey Kong, every single Tupac song, CSI, TRL, man those days were nice, Britney Spears, Yu-Gi-Oh, Andy Milanaka Show, Reading Rainbow Barney and Collecting Every Pog, All Toys, Backstreet Boys, Pepsi Blue, Furby Toys, Powdered Gum, Goosebumps, Courage the Cowardly Dog, (laughs) 